0: Attention, ladies and gentlemen. We're now arriving in Detroit. Once again, this is Detroit Woodward Street Station. And thank you for riding Amtrak. <laughs> um. Okay. So, welcome to the Weizendahl Weekly Wrap Up, uh, where we talk about architecture, design, everything in between. Uh, again, still in Detroit. Have here with me a special guest who's been at it for a while, as he says. So, go ahead. You can introduce yourself.
1: I'm Adrian Tanone, City Detroit. Work out of the mayor's office. I am our 24-hour economy ambassador, the first ever in Detroit.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. Explain a little bit more about that. What is that? uh... So so
1: what it is, you know, I started off as the founding director of customer service for the city, come from hospitality. We've been in the music business for a long time here in the city. Um, And as I was going through uh, each department and working out of the department of neighborhoods, out of the mayor's office, um, all these creatives are in these offices. You know, we're known for automotive. We're known for music we have an automotive industry. We don't have a music industry, but tons of talent here, but we don't have the ecosystem. Ten years ago, make it in Detroit was moving to L.A., right? Great to have a, you know, a pipeline Detroit, L.A., but we're really trying to build this ecosystem now. So, early on, walking into these offices, working with all these different directors and, you know, and and individuals that are frontline gatekeepers in these offices, Mm -hmm. um, they would be like, I was a singer, I was a, you know, I was, I, I write plays, I do this, I do that, all these creatives that didn't really have the opportunity to be in the business because, again, we didn't have the ecosystem. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would say, well, how can we better, you know, bring films to Detroit? So we'll bring films, we'll create an enticement program, but then we'll take and we'll, we'll, we'll measure the impact of the community so we can mm-hmm. give, you know, producer, we can give you some discounts if you hire how many Detroiters, how many right, right, food right. trucks for craft services, how many, you know, how much talent. So we started doing that. And then we started doing it with music festivals. And then the mayor brought on Rochelle Riley, who is our director yeah. of arts, culture, and entrepreneurship, who is just, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, of her. I'm, I'm hoping to have her on yeah, yeah, the, uh, next fan. time we come back. um, so. and, um she created um, the arts, culture, and entrepreneurship. Okay. And then nighttime economy is my role to where it's businesses from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So to me, it's, of course, music venues and, and, yeah. and even rooftops and everything that's really thriving right now during even during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we're working on them with you know the health department, with DPD, with everyone to be responsible and to make sure that health and safety comes first. Um, but also, um, you know, people tell me I walk in a room early on, they're like, oh, the party's not here. I'm like, you want to see a real 24-hour economy? Go to Henry Ford Hospital. When a doctor, a, a nurse, a janitor gets out at 5, 6 in the morning, yeah. is there a restaurant to go to? Is there a dry cleaner? Is there, is there a, a, a a grocery store? Mm-hmm. Those are jobs. Yeah. That's creating jobs in, in, in a time frame of what you don't know that you don't know. Yeah. So, again, that's the the, 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 the shifts that people – can can have opportunity and create more jobs. Right? Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. Um, and the city did have. I mean, I mean, you covered a lot right there, as far as the the movie and the. Just taking one example, the city did have tax incentives for like Hollywood to come in years ago, right? Or do they we still did, have? We did.
1: No, no, we did. We um, it's probably been about I would say maybe about ten years now that okay. um, you know, we had um, you know, we had incentives that were, I mean, really, really strong incentives. There was no. Um, There was no ceiling on it, so Hollywood came in, they kind of, you know, it was like, you know, first of its kind, I think we we're at like 42%. And, you know, a lot of people were selling credits on the dollar and doing all these different yeah, things. Yeah. Um, and then we got a governor that was more of an accountant. That was his background. He's like, this doesn't make sense. And um, and he tried to, you know, <laughs> tried to squash it a bit, but he was still going to allow it to, you know, to continue and just scale it back. And mm-hmm. I think that there was some budding of heads. And then it got to the, you know, to the Senate, to the, you know, to the um, to the House. And, and, and they just, it, it, it fell apart there. Gotcha. we're trying to bring it back. Um, yeah. you know, we had, um, we created a Detroit DFI Detroit film initiative that's Detroit proper, that it's based on more discounts on services and things of like that, but we don't have a, uh, an actual Atlanta film mm-hmm. incentive. You gotcha. know, we started the same year Atlanta did and we just didn't, we didn't, you know, you we didn't, didn't continue. We needed yeah. to stay with it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, Michigan, um, had other priorities and, and, and I can't, you know, take away from the priorities. It wasn't just one person that said, "Oh, it's over." It was many, many yeah. um, lawmakers and policy, um, you know, uh, leaders that that felt like it wasn't for Michigan. Yeah. But I think you know we're working on things coming back. But we're working on a Detroit proper, right? And we're getting, you know, we're getting films here. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and the the free the Detroit uh, Free Press uh, Film Fest, I, I know, is strong, and I see it getting stronger every year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the music parts, how has obviously COVID, pre-COVID, how was it thriving and did it take, obviously took a huge hit now, Um, even for musicians to even practice or have a place to play, I think is huge and and how has that changed throughout the city?
1: So it's really, um, you know, I, I say the last four months, you know what Detroit looks like, you know who's been here. Yeah. Um, many of our, you know, from being in the mayor's office to being in, you know, protesting because working with all the artists like that's who's protesting our thought leaders, our artists and not always more. I've seen a lot of these individuals be more part of the peaceful process, you know, process and then say, hey, you know, how do we have a seat at the table that we can make change rather than, you know, mm-hmm. work with you in a sense. Still maintain our our values as protesters or, you know, whatever it may be. But how can we um, how can we be part of the solution? Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing a lot of that, but with that, these individuals are there. There are there is still a gig economy here. There are still events going on. There are still festivals going on, but they're very um, well. Like it's a partnership, right? It's a partnership with the city, with the producers, and you know, are you are you making sure everyone's wearing masks? Are you making sure that? Um, that everyone is, is temperature checks and, and, and all that, and everything's mostly outside, mm-hmm. you know, for now. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So artists are still getting paid. Yeah. Um, there's, there's big corporations that are stepping up saying, hey, we want to do this block party with you. We want to do this. We'll pay artists to come and, and, and be in our spaces because where I go back to what Detroit looks like, it's 90%, you know, we're an 82% black and brown city. Mm-hmm. Now, it's if you go downtown, it's 90% black. And this is our foundation. And these are a lot of, you know, our... our our, our residents that are like, we got our downtown to enjoy. We, we got right. our downtown back and they are enjoying it. And I think through music and through art and through all these different spaces, um, things are starting to happen and we need to create an ecosystem to capture that in order to really create sustainable jobs out of the creative economy mm-hmm. in order to say, hey, you know, you guys are here, you guys are part of the pivot and this is, you know, this is who we're going to build our
0: foundation on. Of, right you know and, and you were you were talking about space like how that really affects the community and having a safe haven not not necessarily a safe haven just the way that space affects uh, the community can you expand on that a little bit more? I mean
1: to me space is the convener right space yeah. is the convener I, I meet with a lot of you know obviously venue owners but also the curators and promoters and um, and and I know it sounds kind of nerdy but I'm just like listen it's not just about the party yeah. it's about How you bring people together and like what's the message when they walk out? Because again, you talk about displacement, you talk about all these different things, who's here now? Mm -hmm. Like, you also have to play chess a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be wilding out shooting in the middle of a crowd and doing all these things and expect people are going to be like, "Oh, that's who we are to see." Exactly. Like or even you're the, you're part of the solution. Yeah. If you're shooting and you're and you're pulling out the gun and spraying a crowd, like that's not a culture anybody wants to be part of. Right. I, I feel I don't know, I mean, you yeah, know, in yeah. terms of the people that I I talk to, even people that are in that in that lifestyle, that's not what it is. It's just part of sometimes people don't feel like they have a choice. That's their that's what they've been all they know. You know what I mean? So how do we take these spaces and be like, no, listen, man, there's or, or young man or young woman, there's opportunity for you to really channel your, you know, what you know and what you do, and channel into a positive way that that you could be the one that makes the difference and inspires so many people. And it starts in these spaces, and it starts yeah. in the at the party because that's where people want to go. They want, especially now, where th- with with the pandemic, with social justice, with the hurt that people are feeling, people just want to escape and, mm-hmm. and be able to to mm-hmm. listen to to music and to you know see other people and to build. Community. So why don't we use it for a very positive way in order to to actually make change in these spaces?
0: Mm-hmm. Have have a lot of the spaces closed down due the due to the pandemic in um, the city? So or?
1: so the bigger spaces have. Oh, yeah. um, the rooftops have you know maintained to stay open. Um, some of the more public space you know parks and you mm-hmm. know things like where people are convening and doing activations. Um, some of the block parties like like the thing with the pivot also is is it's what you don't know that you don't know. Like all this public space that's like outdoor space that's been like, you would have never knew it existed. (laughs) Right. It's just like these beautifully like, where am I? Like who,
0: who came (laughs) up with this? This is
1: crazy. This is, you know, so like, I don't think outdoors are ever going to be the same again because people are just able to, to go into, into the unknown and create these really unique experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's been, it's been, it's been amazing to watch and it's, it's been led by Detroiters, you know? And then again, Um, The those that have stepped up in the corporate world that have been here have also, you know, some of them have created opportunities to say, hey, we got this beautiful space. Like, use it. Young man, young woman, if you can't see it, feel it, touch it, how can you dream it and be it? Absolutely. And, you know, I I, I have to say that, you know, some of our partners um, with the city and the private sector, whatever, have actually stepped up and and Mm -hmm. really um, are part of the solution.
0: And is there still a lot of development on the other end? People closing down, or a lot of people building, or how do you see yes, that kind of happening?
1: Absolutely. But what's happening now is is the development has slowed down in terms of people. It was happening so fast, and sometimes the intentionality was not there. I think that yeah. now the intentionality is there to say one with with what's happening, you know, globally with social justice. In this iteration, since you know, not since the civil rights movement, have we seen this, I mean, to be part of this and to be part of being an ally and be, being this is like, what? Like, yeah. to be part of this history now. I and mean, being that, on
0: the right side. As and we were being saying on the right that. side of history, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. Um, I feel that uh, it, it's these, these new spaces, like we're having conversations now, we were before, but, you know, you're not gonna displace that venue across the street that's been there 30 years. Right. You know what I mean? Usually before, a developer would come in and be like, oh yeah, this is new, we're gonna fill it with new people. And you're like, no, that peep, the, 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 the constituent, the venue, is you're the change agent. Yeah. So are you're the, you're the agent, how can I say it? You're agent the, change? No, <laughs> you're the one that's making change, right? Yeah, so yeah. so in yeah. order to to really, you know, you got to adapt to what's already organically happening. Mm. So so we're talking developers are like, okay, this is the music, you know, um, Greek town. This is about music. We're building residential. We'll gauge our windows. We'll put in our leases that if you're moving here, that this is kind of a, you know, it's a a lively entertainment district, you know? Yeah, yeah. So now we're able to have these conversations um, with our HRD department, housing development. It's about making sure that spaces are, um, I don't want to just say affordable mm-hmm. because affordable sometimes doesn't equal to real affordability. Yeah. You still displace people, yeah. but actually making sure that You have everybody that's being able to be included, whether it's subsidized, whether it's, you know, government, whether it's some affordability, whether it's, you know, then you have market rates. So you're putting everyone together rather than putting people in marginalized communities and expecting them to thrive. That's just like, what? Put people in in, in a place where people are thriving Mm -hmm. and people have privilege and people have, and I guarantee those people will step up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting to see the the development and, and what's going on in the cities. Uh, or this the different neighborhoods within the city are are there any what what would be the I guess hot neighborhood right now or that's really seeing a lot of development or activity
1: I mean it's it's the neighborhoods that that have existing you know individuals there I have a friend on seven mile um like seven mile in um where is he um Trying to blink on, on the address right now. He's on the west side. Okay, and um, very uh, very black neighborhood. Very you know mm-hmm. people that have been the residents that have been there. And he's doing a little restaurant on the side on a side lot, and it's like the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. And it's just like those are the neighborhoods. Like he's gonna make his neighborhood this place of like. Detroiters are like, whoa, I got this restaurant down the street, and he's engaging all his neighbors, and he's making sure that they're on board, and Mm -hmm. you know, that maybe they, in order to support that, they get a little incentive, and Mm -hmm. um, those are things that are happening. So it's some of those neighborhoods, um, you know, obviously you have Palmer Woods, you have you know, the east side, you have East English Village, you have, um, you know, where I live, I live on 94 in Trumbull, where we have, where we're trying to build this 24-hour economy neighborhood. You have, um, you know, you have Art Park there, you have Marble Bar, you have Filthy Americans are going there. You have all these, like, these creative collectives that, I mean, I can go to bed on a... On a Tuesday or on a Thursday, and wake up Tuesday, and the music still bum bum bum. the music still going. Yeah. That's the neighborhood that you yeah. know. It's twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got that Henry Ford Hospital, like I said, right there. So with that lively environment, they can attract a younger workforce that is you know, that they can grow with the hospital that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, in, you know, in one place where the music to them is not, it's part of their, you know, the allure of them being in that neighborhood. Yeah. So there's many different neighborhoods that are, um, that are emerging out of this, but it's emerging more organically. Um, and that's like the beauty of it. It's not this fabricated, um, it's got soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what we have to really embrace is that something happening organically has real soul. It's not like, yeah. oh, look at that cool space. Let's go build something there and fill it with all new people. And then you're like, why isn't it so why isn't it cool anymore? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just, it just, I mean, yeah. that's, the, that's what's happened in yeah. other places and in, 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 in gentrification and all these different things. Like, it's been done. Like, I don't want to do what's already been done. Like, yeah. again, let's do what we don't know that we mm. don't know. And I think Detroit is, you know, that's the kind of city this is. Roll up your sleeves and, and go into the unknown and be an, an innovator and, and be someone that is, is disrupting the, you know, the norm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and I think the COVID and this pause that is happening, I feel like it, like it flattens the playing field a little bit. Like there's a lot of opportunity to build. Um, and as you said, you know, the, the Detroiters that have been here, I think now the attention is really focused on them. Or the attention is I, higher, I, heightened.
1: I, I would like to think so. Yeah. I would like to think so. I think that's relentlessly what we eat, breathe, live, and sleep. Yeah, um, I, I believe that. Um, you know, city government is not always right, mm-hmm. um, but I feel that the administration that, that that I'm part of, that I work with. Um, 99 point i mean, I'm gonna put a percent on it but yeah it yeah. really has I, i'm proud of the people that i work with how, how um, long
0: have you been in the um, position or? we've
1: um, seven years we've been in the okay. administration you know gotcha um so i i feel that um the mayor has brought in some some um some talent that really um is not or not yes people yeah are not like if he says something and they they're gonna either question it or they're gonna put in their you know, what they feel, yeah. and he embraces it, yeah. he embraces it, he's, you know, it's always at the end of the day, it's going to be his yeah. decision, but at the end of the day as well, in terms of our CREO office, Civil Rights Inclusion Opportunity Office, that's mm-hmm. become the forefront, opportunities, social justice, all these different things, um, is that
0: how I get one of those lapel pins? So those that? are solid. I said, "Is that how I get one of those lapel pins?" Is uh, working for the I'll, city? I'll show you how to okay. Like, damn! I need to get one. Of those. <laughs> no, it's, you know,
1: you're here. You're here supporting the city. you're Yeah, doing absolutely. Your thing. You're, absolutely. You're, you're, you're an official ambassador. We'll we'll, we'll pin you right after this interview. <laughs> we'll you pin you on it. the interview. <laughs> there it is. There. there it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's just a you know, I, as I was telling people before. Um, I moved out of the city back in two thousand and three, went to school in Chicago, and kept coming back. I always come back, but now that like my focus is in Detroit like business wise uh, through Wisendale and all the other initiatives that we have, you know really taking the time to figure out what what 's happening and how this city is shaped and it has been uh, amazing to see the city transform um, throughout the the music whether it 's the arts and culture. so I think you guys are doing a great job on that for sure um you're only as good as your last performance so true. You know. this is true, <laughs> yeah. this is true. Yeah. and and you know all the music like what's going on with heart plaza is heart plaza just sitting kind of dormant now or how you does know,
1: that I, you know um residents are enjoying the riverfront it's packed yeah. you know you have the river walk you have yeah. it's packed, packed
0: is packed. that going to be extended i think that is um it is I it's
1: going that... down to um there's the new park that's happening it's like a marina or it's a beach slash park okay um, yeah, that's pretty exciting. You know, it's yeah. where uh, West Riverfront was, and that's going to be a whole new, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, development. And then you have Riverside Park, which is a skate park and overlooking, cool. you know, the bridge and, and really just beautiful. Um, so yes, yeah, so so outdoor public spaces, you know um the mayor early on is you know he has his principles and the waterfront is for everyone it's mm-hmm. not for you know developing condos and even though we have a few from back in the day it's you know just like you know our our neighbors Windsor on the other side it's all you know riverfront property is all public space yeah um, for everyone to enjoy you know nice. which i think it's a, beautiful philosophy yeah um but um heart plaza right now we're not because of our governor's mandate we're not um, able to program anything there the bigger events mm-hmm. um, but you have spear plaza which is across the street which yeah. is a um a plaza for the people by the people yeah so you have many and, th- you know, and
0: that just closed up what like two years ago three years no, ago Spear or? Plaza. yeah or no, like right it th-
1: just it, yeah it's, it's been about it's been It's been three years, but two years where it's been actually a a, a site that is is, is recognized as, you know, Um, and it's just been a great, um, it didn't come easy, Um, you know, council really, you know, questioned it in um, righteously because, you know, they're, they're well thought out and that's what they are, the accountability legislative arm, the accountability arm, Mm -hmm. Um, but in the end it all came together and and people use it and, you know, there's demonstrations, there's, um, you know, there's um, movie night, there's activations and it's just, it's it's really great to to see people enjoying that space in the middle of of their city.
0: Yeah, that's great. And and the city's built on a starburst pattern, right? Starting off of Campus Martius is that the center?
1: Campus Martius is the center. Is of, the center, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of, of sprawls out. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. a, a, sp- a spoke.
0: A spoke. And, you know, yeah, oh, gotcha. Like
1: a, a wheel. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wheel and spoke thing.
1: Yeah. Huh, like, yeah I think okay. people
0: will find that interesting to to hear about that uh-huh. for sure. Um, well, cool, man. Any uh, any other initiatives going on in the city that that are going on right now or coming up in the future? Because this will um, probably come out in September, sometime mid September. Yeah, you
1: know what? I think right now, in terms of uh, of my lane and in working with Rochelle and working with, it's all tied together. I mean, we really focus on the creative community, but we also I'm part of the Department of Neighborhoods, so it's you know we have our DBLs, our our, our business liaisons that are um, that are um, Many mayors within their, mm-hmm. you know, we have the the Department of Neighborhoods, which we're part of, and, and, and the mayor set it up to where you have a, a a district manager, a deputy district manager, in a in a uh, business liaison, right? The business liaison is out of our Detroit Economic Growth and Development Corporation, so they have tools in their toolbox to help businesses. Then you have your district managers that are directly from the mayor's office that work with blight, work with the land bank, work with, you know, getting families in homes, getting families, you know, their properties cleaned up, helping people to um, thrive in their communities and and, and is a resource from the mayor's office in each district. So um, I I think working with with that team, um, it's, you know, again, I'm very focused on creatives, but there's 12 sectors of creative from music to film to crafts to architecture to um, so there's to,
0: 12 sectors within the city
1: there's 12 sectors in the creative economy okay so gotcha. it's all think of I, I naming them all right now just you know, yeah but yeah right are, you know, no, yeah. an idea right of uh, of that so it's not just about music and it's not just but it's all connected I mean fashion is part of it and
0: so th- know, there's one person per sector within the city there's or? one
1: industry there's 12 industries within the creative economy
0: Gotcha. As, a, as okay.
1: a philosophy, as a as a model, right? Okay. If you go to like you know anyone from um, you know to art so, uh, networks or whatever it may be, that's kind of the model of. Okay. it's Not kind of. It is the model of um, the the twelve VR's. sectors of creative economy. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Um, so again, all those that economy is all connected. Um, I think our our mission is to connect everybody. But if you're an artist here in the city of Detroit, how can you how can you thrive live work and play here so let's take an artist that is a um say a curtis roach right this um curtis is one of my assistants um he just had the uh the, the song uh during the pandemic board in the house i don't know if you saw it board in yeah the yeah, house, yeah, yeah yeah um and he like he had that yeah. in the can like two months before and he serious? pulled it out and it's just <laughs> it went viral it's such a sweet young man such a good soul Um, But he's really, you know, he was, he was, he was popping before, you know, but that really put him on another level. So now he's making money as an influencer. So how do we take, and we want to scale this model, but how do we take him, get him paid all these, you know, through all these different avenues, you know, have a fashion line, have a, you know, have his music lane, have his influencer lane and have all these things, then bring in mental health where he's got insurance or he's got some sort of something where he can be a sound citizen where he can his mind is clear to be able to be an ambassador and also be a mentor to others but then we have something right now um in november november proposal N that we're bringing in uh, hopefully if it passes um 250 million for demolition so no one should live in seeing a house across the street that's burned down or whatever it may be i mean that's part of your mental health as yeah, well yeah yeah but also there's something that the mayor came up with that some of this money can go towards land bank houses to where they fix the roof and the HVAC. So imagine an artist that's getting paid that can now have some financing that can buy a house that has a roof and has an HVAC. Creatives can go into space and make things out of nothing. Imagine Mm -hmm. having a house. Now you own your mud. You own your now. Mm -hmm. You have that advantage of creating generational wealth, of, of, of having equity. That's the game changer to me is that if you can, you can go to L.A. and have the pipeline, you're never going to buy a house in L.A. and California. It's just too, like, right, you know what I'm right. saying? Here in Detroit, if the an artist... The foundation is there, right? Exactly. Yeah. If an artist moves here, an artist has an opportunity to buy a house, have a family here, hopefully have tons of venues to be able to work and go on tour, and then we bring the ecosystem here, but we still have that relationship with the business side of, of L.A. You know, mm-hmm. the weather's nice there, too. I like to go yeah, and you know sure. and have meetings <laughs> there as well. I mean, who doesn't, you know? Um, but, but again, um, having, so so is that, is that like the big,
0: is that like the bigger, sorry, not to cut you off, but is that, is that like the bigger vision is to to have, is to really create that full ecosystem where an artist comes here, can plant the foundation, have the family here and create that generational wealth. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's the, that's the mission. That's the dream. That's what every day we look, look, um, relentlessly, you know, what can we do to be Mm -hmm. intentional about making sure that, that at least we do our best that, to make that happen. You know? yeah. Nothing's guaranteed, nothing's, but I'll tell you, the, the, the individuals that I'm around that, that are, are on this mission are relentless, you know? yeah. whether it's the artist. It sounds like a huge a, mission. Yeah, it, it, it is, but yeah. it's just, um, you know, we've been in the music industry here in the city for a long time. Um, that it's just, um, you know, that's, the t- that's, that's making real change. And that's if you have mm-hmm. these these artists that have these huge platforms to be able to be change agents and our thought leaders and our you know people that can can other young men and women of color can look at and say, "I want to be like that's them me. yeah like yeah. that like right there that's like changing the whole shifting mm-hmm. the whole mindset of of actually like you know and then you also give kids something to do that they're not out like robbing and stealing the like people don't yeah, rob yeah. and steal because they're just like oh that's what i'm going to it's out of desperation it's yeah. out of these different things i was in a um you know a young man that that that, that we were that, that we were mentoring um where you been for 6 months you know he's in the studio he gets he's a sweet little kid gets in the gets in the booth and he's just a monster you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and then he comes out and he's in, in like you know what where you been for 6 months he's like, oh man i was locked up what do you mean you were locked up he's like he's like man me and my brother just we had to you know we had to eat and we went in someone's house stole this and that uh, my brother got caught I went home, and my mom says um, he got caught with something that didn't get like caught on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Someone had to turn themselves in because somehow they knew it was the two brothers. He says, my mom said, my brother can't take it. I had to go do it. So yeah. I stepped up. He goes, man, if I were in the studio, though, I wouldn't be doing yeah,
0: that. Yeah. And that
1: was, to me, that's just like, wow, mm-hmm. like 100%. Like, mm-hmm. You're Like such a good kid, but you're put in these circumstances of of, of marginalization, of of, of, of desperation, How do you expect to thrive? You know, how does anyone expect you to thrive? So again, I think that the creative economy, the music economy can allow people to follow their dreams and their true passions and what their their purpose is in life and make an incredible living and build this
0: generational wealth. Nice. And that's, I mean... Can't say much to that. I mean, how, how do people sign up or how do people like reach out? Or, um, you know what? Or, like how, just, how do you um, do the grants? It's, it's
1: just, um, no, it's just, it's, it's more just creating awareness. A lot of people don't know that there are these, these programs, even uh, like, like I said, with mental health, like people don't know that there are a lot of different avenues that you can pursue mental health in the city, but now they're starting to, people are, you know, putting up billboards and they're putting up, you know, creating more awareness. The city is creating awareness, the private sector, nonprofit. Mm. All these different um, individuals are, are, are really like, you know, you got to be intentional. That's the thing. You got to be intentional and you got to be unified. Because what happens is, you know, I see a lot of people, oh, this doesn't exist and this doesn't exist. And they're just not informed about it. And it's not their fault. Yeah. But then you, you, you make sure they're informed. And that's the thing going back to the spaces, is that these spaces are conveners that can get this information out? It's not just about the party; it's about you're bringing a bunch of people together, create yeah. awareness of yeah. the tools that they have in order to to live quality of life and yeah. and, and, and help others to live quality of life. Yeah
0: and that that information and you don't know what you don't know and I think you said that before uh is there obviously a huge election coming up in November are there movements or initiatives to get more younger people to vote going on right now there or? are
1: there are i am I'm, I'm you know there's a lot of um there's a lot of talk you know obviously you know we're at a place where we'll watch CNN we'll watch you know different um you know different shows different talk shows New we'll, mm-hmm. yeah exactly um that um that bring awareness to what's going on. I think a a lot of of people to younger generation could be in their bubble in a sense, but I've seen from, from, you know, my, my friends and and my close friends that protest and and I I think people are going to step up and vote. I hope so. Um, I feel that, um, it's, it's everyone's responsibility. A lot of people feel that that it's not going to make the change that disruption is going to make the change, but, um, being um, in government and being in the private sector, I feel that, um, as long as your people come first, that um, that's the opportunity to make change. You need a seat at the table. Yeah. I see people with a seat at the table that have one foot in, one foot out. And that's what, you know, even with the mayor, some of his hiring has been purposely for that is that you have real community people that are not going to be yes people. They're going to be people, citizens, residents first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, if you have like-minded people, and even optically, you have a, a president that's going to make, his administration look like the UN it's going to optically just inspire people to Absolutely. be like, you know, and, and yeah. for those people to, to choose other people and having a seat at the table is where you can make a difference. You have to have a seat. If you don't have a seat at the table, it's, it's harder to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So again, it's everyone coming together. Uh, you know, we still are in this pandemic. We still are in this crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you during the crisis? Of course, but who are you after the crisis? Don't forget people coming together. Don't forget that we all went through this together and we have to unify in order to truly make this yeah. change and to be on the right side of history.
0: Nice. Dude, a lot, Adrian. <laughs> There's a <little> lot. <laughs> Thank you so much for the time, yeah, man. No, it's you so know, cool the, that you're here For doing the quick this, yeah. uh, conversation. Uh, where can people follow you or get uh, a hold of you? Know, you know, my person
1: they? at Adrian Tanone is my Instagram. Okay. A-D-R-I-A-N-T-O-N-O-N. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. All right, cool, man. Well, uh, thank you. Really uh, quick conversation, course, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking again. Yeah.
1: Peace, but don't cut yet. One second. One <laughs> yeah. second. You're going to pit go. it? Here we oh, go. Lord. Here. here
0: we go. AJ's taking off his pen right now, for those of you listening via podcast. Do you put it on the T? I
1: I mean, where do you eat? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Where you,
0: yeah.
1: Let me just put here.
0: Nice. Getting my own spirited Detroit pen
1: ones now or these ones are like you know you gotta really these aren't just available
0: <laughs> there it is perfect man thank you man appreciate it